Chainsaw Matinee. Everybody take your seats. We have such sights to show you. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. And I'm your 86th Jigsaw Apprentice, Hannah Virginia Boyens. Hey! You're the 86th? Why couldn't you be the 69th? Because I'm not a sexual position. I'm a human being. Because <laughs> you're not nice. <laughs> I'm not nice. <laughs> I'm not your regular 69. I'm your bad 69. <laughs> so Anyway, there's an academy. We all go there. It's called Jigsaw Academy. And now there's a movie about us. It's, I would love to see an look anime at based off of this. Yes. <laughs> the baby from the scary movie franchise is there. Uh, exactly. Um, and he's learning how to be the best Jigsaw apprentice ever. <laughs> Um, so we are back with another Saw episode, and I've been really excited to talk about this, this one in particular. Why are you excited to talk about this one in particular, Kai? It's the first one I saw in theaters, and we watched it together when we were in college, and like, I think that was before we'd even started the podcast. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was. I honestly, I think like, a conversation about this movie is what inspired our whole idea of the Saw series. Because I remember mentioning something about, like, yeah, Jigsaw does something kind of weird with the timeline. And Marty misheard and was like, there's time travel in Saw? <laughs> um, and so from there, it was like the idea was born of our of how we approach the Saw episodes. So this this movie does hold a special place in my heart. It is very silly. It's, like, definitely on the sillier end of the Saw movies, but also, like, but also kind of good. There's, like, uh, there's definitely some big fumbles, but, like, I kind of dig it. I kind of mm -hmm. like this movie. I think you guys the invited run time, me to go... The runtime, the pacing. Yeah. I think you guys invited me to go with you to go see this, but I couldn't for some reason. I don't remember why. Um, it was a weird ass experience because like two of our friends had just broken up and one of them was like sad and crying and she's like I need to go see a movie and so yeah like me and Hannah went with her to see Jigsaw and now we don't talk to that person anymore because she wasn't a great person no and it's just like adds another we layer we found out later that after we had been like consoling her and like letting her stay in our dorm room that like she had been stalking her ex who is a good friend of ours and that was not great <laughs> it was not good so that adds just like but that adds just like another layer to like my experience of watching this movie because the first time i saw it it was just such a weird ass experience and like the vibes were yeah. so weird and like I don't know, but I, I, I do. There were two levels fun. to it because, like, there was all that drama going on, but really, I was also, like, on 
it was a nice feeling because I was on a different level of like, I'm just having a good time. There's all this happening that I do not understand. But goddamn, <laughs> they sure did throw a lot of farm equipment at those nice people. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay, that's the only thing I know about this movie is because we were like inundated with the trailers on everything when we were in school. Yeah. Because it was the first Saw movie to come out in a while. Um mm-hmm. It was the first one to come out after the final chapter, quote unquote, which I think every horror franchise needs uh, needs that. A final chapter like, that's like chapter fi- four of 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this Saw movie is, um, it definitely looks really nice. It's very sleek and like well shot. And I embrace the the change into like more i don't know less grungy film filmmaking i do kind of have a soft spot for grungy filmmaking oh um surprise i actually watched the first one like a couple months ago we haven't covered the saw movies in a while but i watched the first one a while back and was just enamored with like how weird everyone was acting in it like especially carrie elwes because i've seen performances of his where they're like really good and this was one where i felt like he was just kind of doing whatever (laughs) i love uh, okay uh, the first movie i don't have as many thoughts but in saw seven i love his performance (laughs) he's like just hamming it up and Mm -hmm. it's so very standout this one i think I I liked the pacing of it. Like, it honestly felt like a better movie in terms of it kept chugging along. But mm-hmm. I do kind of miss those, like, little elements that made the other Saw movies what they were. Like, I do kind of miss it feeling dirty. Mm-hmm. I also miss um, the those moments of really hammy acting that kind of come to the forefront every once in a while. I didn't feel that as much this time. And um, what else did I miss about it? Um... Oh, I missed the soap opera. Yeah. Like no one, no one's linked to the other drama. I kind of miss that. Yeah, um, it definitely was like a fun. Not to like derail the conversation again, but Hannah, I have to tell you this. Um, in season six of The Sopranos, um, one of the characters makes a movie and he pitches it as The Godfather meets Saw. And he's watching <laughs> the Saw movies at one point to like learn how to write his movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is that really okay funny. that's pretty good add mm. that to the reasons it's of a, list it's a list of reasons i need to see this and you know what's even no, f- don't don't okay. give it away i know what you're gonna okay. say don't give it away i okay. want hannah to be okay. surprised okay. okay um so for those who haven't listened to our other saw episodes um the idea behind this is that hannah and i have watched the movies marty has not well, now you've seen the first Saw, but yeah, Marty seen the has first not seen one. any of the other ones. So Hannah and I are going to recount the plot to Marty. Uh, are we still going to roll with the no Wikipedia rule? Yes, absolutely no Wikipedia rule, okay, because so we never remember these motherfuckers' names, and I think that adds to the hilarity and confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, like any of these characters yeah the the last one that i remember i don't know i think it's his real name but the guy that's named hoffman 
I just, I've never seen him or, like, heard anything about him. So what I imagine in my brain is Ted Raimi and (laughs) Spider-Man. He's just, like, a middle-aged man who looks like he could be on, like, CSI or something. (laughs) He's got, like, 90s uh, floppy hair, douchebag hair, where it's, like, parted in the middle and kind of shaggy, but not so shaggy. You couldn't own, like, a bank. I okay. I kind of understand why that would be like the the nineties douchebag haircut. But anytime I see that haircut, I just think of Will Friedle and Boy Meets World, and he wasn't a douchebag. Well, there's an. I've never seen Boy Meets thing. World, so I couldn't tell you. I, yeah, I I'm I am glad we've moved on from the Hoffman storyline because I think he was one of the less interesting Jigsaw apprentices. See, I disagree. I loved him because he was, like, throwing a bowling ball into a china shop in terms of how subtle he was (laughs) as, like, the jigsaw killer. Wait, is this literal or is it just your, uh, like, metaphor for how he... That's my metaphor metaphor for him. I am going to imagine him just throwing bowling balls at people. He probably would. He probably would. (laughs) I'm still, like, an Amanda loyalist. She is the best Jigsaw apprentice, and I think she should have been his apprentice for a longer instead of, like, changing it every few movies. Which I understand. Like, the series was never meant to be a ten-movie series. It was meant to be a trilogy, and then it kind of kept going, and they just had to add more and more layers to the soap opera. Which, again, I think their biggest weakness is they didn't lean into that. Like, the apprentices only crossed over in flashback and never, like, directly. Like, you could have had so much great drama based on, like, who's... It's like succession with more torture, you know? (laughs) Like, who's gonna be the jigsaw? Yes, which is... Mm -hmm. That is the idea that I have for my Saw movie. The Bachelorette, but it's Saw, and and it's like, five apprentices stand before me, but only one of you will get, will, will get the jigsaw puzzle. I don't know. I, they call I like it jigsaw, but does he actually do anything with puzzles? Bell. In the f- one of the movies, I think it was the first movie, or maybe it was a different one, he was like taking like puzzle pieces like cutting out like puzzle pieces from people's skin i don't but remember then that kind that. of never gets brought up maybe it was in one of the other ones it, i don't remember but it like kind of happens marty how can you forget you proposed he was making a big meat that's puzzle. right yeah we talked about it in like, oh. the very first Saw episode it's just like a random detail and then like never really comes up again well, i haven't watched the first one in a while and we haven't really talked about it in a while so i kind of just forgot I mean, it's fair. Um, well, I, I think it's a lot of things that happen in these movies. The thing that I remember most is uh, uh, Lee One L sticking his hand in a bowl, like a toilet bowl full of shit, and then yeah. also losing the key because he drained the bathtub. Poor guy. You know, as break. long as that stays in your brain, that's what matters. But I think the puzzle piece is more like a calling card than an actual, because like the traps themselves are the puzzle. You know, mm-hmm. like they have to yeah. solve it. Yeah. So let's. Let's break down the plot of this baby. So we open with a police chase. And there's like a guy. The piggies got out of the stalls. <laughs> there's a guy <laughs> trying to dodge the police. And he does a bad job because he ends up colliding like directly into a police car with his car. 
and he steps out and he's got a remote in his hand and he's like, no, don't shoot me. The game, like, I have to do this. And the game's already started and he's not making very much sense. And then big shocker, the police shoot him. Well, and, and he specifically requests one detective. He's like, I need to talk to detective. Let's give him a name. What's what's this detective's name? Because he's, oh, he's a big douchebag. We hate him. Yeah, what's his name? I, I feel like I almost do remember. It was like... Detective doo-doo face. <laughs> I want to say his name was like Hofstetter or something like that. He had kind of a long that sounds... name. Yes, Detective Doodoo Hofstetter. Um, Hofstetter. They say, like, we need him to come to this roof right now. And he's holding, like, a trigger mechanism. It looks like a bomb. So everyone's kind of treating it like he is a bomb threat. And then he's like, hey, put it, put it down. He's like, no, I can't. The game. And he's being the most vague of any you know, vagary. That, yeah. Today. So that's kind of a thing that actually happened um, and is also the basis for the story of the movie 30 Minutes or Less. They strap a bomb to this guy who is delivering pizza and, like, make him go rob, like, several oh, yeah, places. I I've heard of that. Um, there's yeah. a really good BuzzFeed Unsolved episode about it. So, this guy gets shot, but he survives. And so they take him to a hospital. And, and he does pull the trigger, which explodes his hand and starts a timer. Yes. Sort of. It looks like the editing makes it appear a timer has started. After yes. he pulls the trigger. So, at this point, do we meet our players in the game? Or is there yes. police stuff? I can't remember. Okay, so... No, we meet the players. All these people wake up in a room, and there's, like... They have, like, collars on their necks attached to a chain, and there's also, like, buckets on their head. Kinky. I love the imagery of this one. <laughs> yeah. And so... They wake up and the chain. My name's Buckethead. I got a bucket. For... I don't know. <laughs> the chain starts pulling them towards a wall, and the wall has like saws on it. So you know they're gonna get pulled into it and like cut up to pieces. But Jigsaw gives his cryptic message about how like you're all here for a reason, and you need to acknowledge your sins, and you need to. Give a blood sacrifice, and then you'll be safe. And so it's very easy to figure out. Like, you, one girl, like, she cuts herself on one of the saws, and then her, the mechanism, like, releases. The bucket turns green and she can take it off, yeah. Which I guess that means in order for this trap to work, Jigsaw has to be watching through a monitor, because there's no, like, device that measures... Yeah. Whether or not you've, like, shed blood or whatever. So he has to be, like, looking at them, I assume. I guess. Yeah. I mean, this movie in particular, like, really gives Jigsaw some... He's basically omnipotent. Because some of the ways in which these traps work out, I'm like, there is no possible way you could have planned this. It's just too lucky. So, but we'll get to that later. So, I'll... The other, she tells the other players, and they're all like, oh, okay, and so most of them are able to get through. Except, except for, for like one, one guy. One guy who was unconscious. Oh, that's and, not fair to him. Yeah, and so. No, he, it like, is not. He doesn't wake up until, like, the last possible minute, and then, like, he's, you know, pulled against the saws and, like, ripped to shreds. Which kind of, yeah, that really sucks for him. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, I was... Pass the fuck out because you dragged me here, probably drugged me or something. 
and now I'm dead. Okay. Yeah. Which reminds me of, like, a Saw 2 when people died from the, like, toxic gas earlier than they were supposed to. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Fuck that one up, old Johnny boy. Okay, so my... This has always been my problem with Jigsaw as a character. Um, Like, at least from what I saw in the first one, he says that his puzzles are accommodating and, like, it should be, like, easy for you to get out of them if you listen. But he just, like, puts people in these situations knowing that, like, either they can't do something or, or, like... It's, like, like almost impossible for them to figure it out. And it's very not accommodating. And Oh, yeah. No, the, the saw traps are very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And I know there is the excuse of, like, a lot of them were designed by his apprentices who purposely made them to be rigged. But Jigsaw has, himself has also designed some bad, like, some rigged traps. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never the get first... over in the first movie with Amanda. Yep. Because he keeps saying over and over again, he's like, I've never killed anyone. I just gave, I always made my traps fair and gave people the chance to escape. That is not true. In the first movie, Amanda, when she has the bear trap on her head, she has to get the key out of that guy's stomach. And Jigsaw tells her that the man is dead. And so she cuts him open. And then he starts screaming because he's not dead. And Jigsaw lied to her. And so that man never got a chance to fight for his freedom. He died. Mm -hmm. Well, and, like, yes, Amanda and like the guy... got to escape, but, like, that's still not fair to that other guy. Mm-hmm. Well, and the guy from the first movie, um, not Dr. Gordon, but the other guy, like, his escape... Lee Winnell. I- I'm sorry, how the hell are you supposed to, like, intuit that there's a key in the tub that you were just tossed in while you were unconscious? Like, there's no yeah, fucking way. I don't way. know. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just honestly made to just tell you to go fuck yourself, honestly. <laughs> And you know what? I would respect that if that was the goal. He's like, fuck yeah, you. But I'd be he, like, okay, I know where we stand, but this is bullshit. It's like he takes You're this go me. fuck yourself attitude and hides it behind, I'm being righteous and just, and all it's this like, other bullshit It's like, don't piss on my leg and call true. it rain. <laughs> Jigsaw, why are you pissing on my leg and calling it rain? Well, because it's piss a golden shower, sweetie. So... That was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think we can also introduce our, um, we have some detectives and we have some autopsy technicians who are, like, on the investigative team. So we have, um, we have Detective Douchebag, (laughs) uh, there's the other detective who I kind of liked. He's, like, kind of, like, grizzled, no-nonsense kind of guy. So Um, I want to say his name was Frederick? His name was what? I feel like. I feel like his name was Frederick, but or I, Frederick. Frederickson maybe. I don't know. Don't Carl Frederickson don't from the movie Up. Quote me exactly. on like any of this shit. So that's what that's what the podcast is here for. Like you just don't quote anyone because we can't look anything up, and you just have to remember it from memory and and tell me what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So we have these two, and then there's the autopsy technicians um i guy. call him baby blue eyes Ooh, that's a good name for him and uh the girl i did actually have her Kinky name in my lady. mind and now i can't remember what it was but she's um 
Basically, her deal, as you find out later on, is that she is a fan of Jigsaw. Mm. And she runs, like, or she helps, like, run this website. It's like a fan website. And I'll get, we'll get into her a little bit more later. So I'm just gonna call her, like, Jigsaw, she, Jigsaw super fan. She's got a true crime yeah. podcast. And, like... Oh, she, you know she do. Yeah. She's got a she TikTok does, uh, get ready with me while killers. I tell you a harrowing tale about the Saw trip. So, exactly. I do really enjoy, like, I think part of the reason why I like this movie a lot is because I actually really enjoyed the investigative team. And usually that's, like, the most boring part of the Saw movies for me. But I thought all these characters were really charming. Um, The dialogue is also kind of fun. Like, they're all, like, they kind of have their moments of being snarky with each other. Jake fucking Saw. Yeah. So well, don't fuck a saw. That might hurt your genitals. <laughs> they're trying to piece together. Um, like I think they they find the body of the guy who had um, who unfortunately got cut to pieces by the saws, and he still has like half a bucket on his head. It's really funny. Yeah, so they he's do like just call stripped down and tossed off a bridge. Oh, that wasn't a joke then. The joke that I was making about calling him Buckethead, like calling somebody Buckethead. No, was they do real. call him that. Oh in my the movie. god. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so they're trying to figure out what's going on because they're like, but Jigsaw's dead, so who could it be? And. Meanwhile, back in the trap, we have all these characters are like they're in a big barn basically which is a cool setting there's a lot of interesting stuff I like you could the barn. do with that so they're farmer jigsaw <laughs> yeah they're still like attached to their chains and then it it starts pulling them forward again basically and like they're all i like the banter of just all of them yelling at each other and jigsaw is telling them, like, you all need to confess your sins and blah blah blah. So at some point, like, the chain just starts pulling them up towards the roof, and it's basically gonna, like, hang all of them unless one particular person, and I do remember her name, her name was Carly, and she's the blonde, Ooh. and she, this is, like, her test, basically. So Jigsaw has out three syringes. One has acid in it. One is an antidote because she has been poisoned. And the other is like just salt water or something. And so they all have numbers written on them and she has to pick one. And he's like, what is a life worth to you? And so you learn that her sin was that she stole a purse from a woman and it had the woman's um, asthma medication in it. And like the woman started having an asthma attack because she'd just been robbed. And like, instead of going back to help her, this chick just like left her to die. And um, the purse only had $3 and like 60 something cents in it. It was like, that was the number that's written on one of the syringes, basically. It was like, wow, you, like, killed this woman for three bucks. Um, and this the scene is very frustrating to me because it's so easy to figure out. Like, Carly even figures it out. Like, she looks at the syringe and is like, oh, what is a life worth? Three dollars. And, like, she starts having her flashback and stuff. 
But then, for whatever fucking reason, she just doesn't take the sirens. She just keeps refusing to take any of them. She's like, no, no, like, I'm not gonna do it. I can't. It's gonna kill me. And I'm like, bitch, he just explained to you that it's an antidote, and everyone else is literally dangling from the ceiling by their necks. Like, they're all gonna die if you don't do this. And so it gets to the point where, like, because of course, like every saw trap, you have the big, loud, like, kind of asshole guy. So the asshole guy's, like, screaming at her, and then she refuses to do anything, so he takes all three of them and jams them into her. And so everyone does Which get released from their chains. It's also then... hilarious, because did he even need to inject them into her? Couldn't he have just injected them into the nothing? I don't know. I don't- I mean, again, I think this- like you said earlier, this all kind of depends on, like, Jigsaw- watching i guess but my thing is i don't understand why everyone else's life had to be put at risk just because of this chick like shouldn't it just be her challenge like why Uh, everyone else it's because jigsaw is an asshole (laughs) and i guess but like my other question is like people are pawns to him my other question is like what if she had died in the first room, then, like, her trap would be pointless, so does she just not have this test? <laughs> Jigsaw has to come out, like, I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah. The rooms, uh, I don't know do what else adjusting. to do, so, like, like I guess the order, take the buckets that like, you had and put your butt meat in them or if, something, like, I don't know. Like, none of these traps would have worked if people didn't die in the specific order. Mm-hmm. And... So she does die because she had the acid injected into her and the melting her melting is really cool. I very yeah. much enjoy that practical effect. Ooh, like yeah, the her gore. face starts to yeah. shift and like her blood comes out of her eyes and all of her orifices like more and more and more and like you just see it start to dissolve and then she like flumps over. It's really cool. Yeah, the gore in this movie is really good. Um so what did Sometimes. you make of what did you make of like this trap, Hannah, because I found it extremely frustrating. I was like, girl, just inject it. Like, you know which one it is. Yeah, of all the traps, this one was definitely lower on the list. Uh, Part of me almost likes it, though, because I like when they um, find a way around Jigsaw's rules. Like, I kind of, I almost enjoy the, like, fuck it, just all of them, bam, (laughs) like, of it all. From a Mm -hmm. practical standpoint, from a story standpoint, like, he's a dick and he shouldn't have done that. But, like, yeah, I'm meh on this one. Yeah. I like the the effect of her disintegrating. Yeah. Um, So we have that happening, and what, what do we have next? Well, then, the autopsy room, they pull a recording from the, the Buckethead's body, and we find John Kramer's DNA on the Buckethead guy, and it's John Kramer's voice saying, like, I'm playing another game, and everyone's like, but he's dead, and everyone's like, so? <laughs> when has that stopped him before? He probably has another fucking apprentice somewhere <laughs> in this room. So that's how they start to guess, like, okay, someone here is working yeah. with Jigsaw. Probably the Jigsaw fangirl. Yeah, all eyes are on her. And, like, it gets worse because they're like, why? Like, she won't give an alibi for herself. And they're like, why not? And she confesses to to Mr. Blue Eyes that um, 
because her alibi is that she was working in her studio where she recreates Jigsaw's traps for fun. And uh. she's like, if I tell anyone that, <laughs> they're going to automatically assume that I'm the killer. No shit. Like, okay, <laughs> I understand being a true crime fan, but if you take it that far, there's something fucked up and wrong with you. But the thing is, I kind of love her for that. I'm like, girl, you're, you're bananas, and I love watching her as a character. I think that's so fun. Maybe a little yeah. bit of a dig at the Saw fandom from the writers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bit. I think um, it was lovingly done, though, because, like, she is pretty cool, actually. Like, she's not treated like a nerd. She's just hella sus. Yeah, yeah. and, you know and she recognizes Fair. it, and she's like, yeah, this looks bad for me, but, like, I promise it's just a hobby. <laughs> Um, cause mm. then the other guys even, like, stamp collecting's a hobby, like, you need a normal, ho- like, he's kind of ribbing her about it, so it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. Like, there are so many bits of dialogue in this movie that I really like. Like, the, um, back in the trap, like, when they're all, cause Jigsaw's like, you need to confess your sins, and so they all start yelling out random, like, <laughs> shitty things that they've done. And the one guy who's, like, the loud kind of asshole guy is like, oh, what did he say? He's like, I've sold bad I cheated on my wife yeah bag marches good cocaine cheated on my taxes cheated on my wife twice (laughs) I'm like that that's a good line right there (laughs) and what is it there was um there's some dialogue where like a woman was explaining that her backstory was her husband um accidentally rolled over in his sleep and suffocated their baby um, and she said, like, that's my, that's what I got. That's my backstory. And he's like, that's not a, that's not a sin. <laughs> like, going to Reno and fucking a prostitute and killing a prostitute. That's a sin. You're yeah. just like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree with oh, him you there. you just need marriage counseling. <laughs> yeah. Like, your baby, like, your baby died in its sleep because your husband rolled over and accidentally suffocated it. That's, I mean, that's not really a sin. It's just an accident. Well, then we get to the next part of the trap where I I start to get... Well, I guess we can't get to the trap that I have opinions about. Um, But first, it's the the leg trap. Oh, yeah. This bit did actually kind of make me cringe a little bit. Like The leg? Yeah, so... What's on the menu? The leg, my leg. So, Hannah, will you help walk through this with me? Good use sure. of the word. Um, Walk there <laughs> on the leg, on the leg bit. You're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to walk me through this too, Kai, because uh, I can't stop. So, um, man, you know what? You two are some pretty stand-up people. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is horrible. Oh. You shouldn't get me on puns right now. I'm very tired. I don't have a so leg to stand start on there. Everything out of my mouth. But um, for some reason, he, like, I think he's trying to get through the door. He directly doesn't do what Jigsaw tells him to do and somehow gets his foot stuck in a bunch of wires that are, like, yeah, tightening like, around his leg. Like, hmm. the floorboards break and his leg, like, goes through and then underneath the floorboards there's, like, a system of wires and they wrap around his leg and they keep getting tighter and tighter. And... Um, kudos to this actor. Like, I believed he was in pain. Like, some of his screams. Uh, so, they find, like, a tape 
recorder under there too and it's like jigsaw again just kind of being like oh you didn't follow my rules so now yeah so it's like you have to pull this lever and lose your leg in order to move on but he's like nah i'll just let you guys keep going and then you can come back for me and somehow they get into the grain silo (laughs) yeah i don't remember how so they're just like looking around because this guy refuses to cut his leg off. So they're the other two are looking around and yeah, they go into the grain silo. And I don't know why, like, if it was me in this trap, I would be like, we need to, like, one of us needs to be on the outside so that we don't both, you know, get stuck in here or something. But they don't think of that. And there's like a TV in there and there's a remote that's dangling. So they do need to help each other to like grab it. And then when they grab it, the door to the silo shuts and a bunch of grain starts pouring in. Mm-hmm. And so Jigsaw is basically like, to the other guy who's on the outside, he's like, okay, you need to cut off your leg or those other two people are going to die. And he's just kind of like, well, fuck them. <laughs> and so there's grain pouring in and you think like, oh, they're going to drown in the grain, but then it stops. <laughs> and then... Just random ass farming equipment starts falling from the ceiling. Like, Like, throwing it into a chute. This is like, definitely, I think the, and no shade intended, I think this is the laziest saw trap. I'm like, oh, like, Jigsaw just ran out of ideas, so he was like, eh, I got a bunch of sharp tools at you. Yeah, I got a bunch of sharp tools. Literally gonna throw things. Yeah, but, I mean, they do get, like, the guy gets, like, stabbed by a falling knife, and it's pretty gnarly. Cool. So they're, like, Which is interesting to me, because, like, drowning in a grain silo is horrifying enough. Like, it legitimately kills a lot of farmers every year. Yeah, it just, like, sucks you in. To me, that is, like, scarier than the idea of, like, getting stabbed. Jigsaw is like, well, you're not getting sucked into the grain fast enough, so I'm just gonna throw a bunch of shit at you. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, I yeah. wonder if it was like a studio note of like it doesn't look interesting enough. You gotta you gotta throw sharp objects. That's what this is movie this movie ain't called grain, it's called saw. It's called silo. <laughs> yeah. So finally the guy on the outside pulls the lever and his leg gets cut into like three different pieces, like sliced bologna and falls apart. <laughs> and it's really great. I love it. <laughs> It was good. Uh, and just his face afterwards of like, oh my god. And then, yeah. they, and then they take his leg and feed it to him like that episode of Hannibal. <laughs> you got it. No. But Aww. the other people do like get let out of the green silo. And I love, there's just a little throwaway like funny bit when they fall out. Um, there's just like a like a pitchfork kind of sitting off to the side and they come out and the lady like falls down and it's like an inch from her face and she almost gets stabbed by the pitchfork and it's just like woo that was a close one it's just a very fun moment (laughs) and i that's what i appreciate about this one is this movie just has a lot of little fun moments like that like it doesn't take itself too seriously and i enjoy that yeah it understands its history and it um knows what makes these movies fun and i appreciate that even like the cop segments flew by because they knew we're not gonna waste too much time with this we'll get you where you need to go but we're not gonna overdo it yes so 
speaking of that, we do get a scene where Jigsaw Superfan takes the other autopsy technician to her special studio where she has all these saw traps. Date night. They notice <laughs> that there is there is one saw trap that um, the guy is like, that was never, like, that's never been used in any you know, like, any murders, and she talks about how, like, she found the original plans for it. That, mm. And she's like, it was designed by Jigsaw, so I'm just, recon- I reconstructed it based on his plans, and the guy's like, well, maybe someone's just messing with you, and she's like, or maybe it was used in a game that we just never found the bodies from. So we get our little hint about, about what's going down. Hmm. So, sure enough, this trap is the next trap, and it's probably one of my I favorites. I want to talk about this one. I hate this one. I'm so oh, sorry. Dear. I know you love it. I am confused by it. I am enraged by it. <laughs> I appreciate this dichotomy of opinions we have here. <laughs> I just, I think, like, as far as, like, I think it's just visually interesting, and I enjoyed watching it. Um, it's visually interesting, but I don't understand how it works. Yeah, I don't like, either. When I watch but... the death happen, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Because it looks like a top, right? Like, it's b- big blades, like, slowly, or a tornado. Yeah. And then at the bottom, like, there's, like, a lever that he's supposed to push, but, like, yeah. he keeps so... getting cut by the ribbons. But again, I it's really hard to see how it's cutting him, or, like, what it's also, doing like, to his body. Also, like, the way he was standing. So this guy... I'm trying to remember how the trap even gets triggered. I, I know he finds a tape recorder with his name on it, and he so he picks it up, and then it, like, sets off, like, a wire or something. But I'm like, man, Jigsaw would have had to, like, again, be omnipotent to know, like, oh, this guy needs to be standing in this exact spot, or else this isn't gonna work. So the guy picks it up, and then, like, he gets yanked, and, like, he's hanging from the ceiling by his feet, basically. And... He's dangling above, like, this funnel thing that has blades. Like, it's just a spirally kind of blade. And it gets narrower also, towards the bottom. Hmm. And so yeah, you find- I love the reason this guy is here. Because it's the pettiest fucking thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Except maybe with the neighbor. Because that's so, like, <laughs> Jigsaw, you nosy bitch. Um, yes. But this guy sold a motorcycle to Jigsaw's nephew. And he knew that there was something kind of wrong with the motorcycle's brakes, but he didn't tell the guy. He just sold it for $600, and then Jigsaw's nephew died. Um, oops. Yeah. Okay. So the the trap is, like, powered by, like, a motorcycle engine, and the lever the at the bottom is the The same motorcycle engine. Because <laughs> he's okay. so Yeah, it's the same motorcycle. This is, like, some really petty bullshit that, like, I feel like he's just, like, looking for any excuse to just fuck people up now. I mean, I will be honest. I understand, because, like, it's your nephew or whatever, but, like, also, this is a nephew that nobody knew you had until just now. See, that's the thing. It's, like, I do understand. Did you actually have a nephew? Like, I do understand wanting revenge for that like i have a relative who died in a motorcycle accident and it is really horrific and tragic and takes a big toll on a family but like Mm -hmm. the way this was shoehorned in to be like oh yeah jigsaw's nephew um 
was just kind of funny to me. So this guy Not only that, and we'll get to that later, but the way they also just shoehorn in, like, different ways people contributed to the horribleness of his cancer diagnosis is kind of funny. Yeah. It is so funny. Like, Like, again, like you said, like, in reality, these scenarios, horrifying. And, like, people are angry and deserve to have rage and deserve to feel those emotions. But when they're all compiled into this one weird guy who likes to build torture traps, you're kind of like, wow, your life is really a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Part of me just thinks he's making shit up just to kill people at this point. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, you know that guy you killed? He was my nephew. Yeah. So the guy is, like, dangling. He's trying to reach and grab this lever, but he keeps getting closer and closer to, like, the blades. And um, the girl is trying to help him. Her name was Anna. I remember that. She's trying to help him, and so she, like, sticks a stick in the wheel of the motorcycle to make it stop. And for a second, it does stop. And he's like, oh, great. Like, thank you. You saved me. Now get me out of here. But he's not playing the game right. And so, like, the, and eventually, like, the stick that's in the wheel breaks. And so that keeps going. And this guy gets, like, somehow he gets, like, caught in the blade and just spun around <laughs> like he's in a blender and, like, cut to ribbons, basically. Cool. It's pretty, pretty gnarly. And then I love, because you have the other guy who's had his leg hacked off and he's just laying there on a hay bale. And he, like, looks over at this guy's mangled body and just starts screaming his head off. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, it's mood. It's like frog in a blender. I guess. I think for me, the thing I always like about the the saw traps is, like, the simplicity of some of the worst ones. Like, this trap is gonna, like, break your jaw all the way off. Or, here, we're gonna chuck you into a pile full of needles. Or, like, we're gonna put some acid on you. Like, those are things that are tangible to me. Whereas, like, this giant fucking blender thing, it's really hard to see exactly yeah somebody had to put time and effort into building that that's why i think it's cool i'm like it is really cool but also like i don't think anyone who's like a full-time serial killer would like put so much time and effort into that because i feel like that would like just make it too obvious you have to you have to kind of just, like, go with the easiest and simplest things, because... Well, I think no, for me, Jigsaw it's more, is... I don't have a frame of reference Jigsaw is a dramatic for, like, being in a big bitch. blender. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I yeah, have a Jigsaw's frame of reference dramatic... for being on a merry-go-round. Yeah, like, he has a, he's a dramatic bitch, and he, likes... Like, he spends a lot of time... Whenever you see, like, flashbacks of him, like, half the time... Like, and this is, you know flashbacks pre-serial killer half the time he's just like doodling like little contraptions and stuff i mean this guy is like legitimately talented and then he's just using all that to kill people but and i I will give this trap one thing it is thematically relevant to what this guy did wrong in jigsaw's mind like the motorcycle powering the the big contraption that's gonna kill him thematic i dig it I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty pretty cool. I'm I enjoyed this trap. I thought it was fun to watch. I think it's thematic, but I I can't, I don't feel it 
the way I feel the other traps. Yeah. Like, I, I just look at it, and I'm like, there's no frame of reference. I feel like a lot of times the jigsaw traps do not fit the crimes that these people have committed. It's like some kind of mundane thing, and then he's like, you know what? This happened, and so now I'm gonna stick you in a big fucking blender. <laughs> it's like... It literally feels like some cartoon violence. It's very funny to me. I mean, uh, the fact that it is a big blender does kind of make it sound a bit silly, but like yeah. I will agree that the design of it looks it looks really really cool um when it's like just there. But when it's running, I'm kind of like what's going on? <laughs> and I like that it's thematic. Yeah. So now we're down to 2. And so Anna's trying to find a way out, and um, she is, like, almost able to escape. Like, the barn door, she's able to get it open just a little bit, and she's trying to squeeze her way out, and then someone in a pig mask comes along and knocks <gasps> her unconscious. Amanda? So, I wish. Damn! Um... Mm, so quite. meanwhile with the detectives we're having all this like people keep repeating over and over again like but jigsaw is dead so how can this be possible and then we do get the the autopsy technicians are starting to become really suspicious of detective douchebag um and i can't remember what they find a bullet that is like specifically from his kind of gun in the vi- one of right. the jigsaw victims that they find. Yeah. Hmm. And um and by the way, someone has like snuck into the hospital and killed the guy who was trying to run away at the beginning, which that whole plot line felt like a little bit pointless. Um Yeah. Well, but whatever. Oh, it's, it is implicate him further though because they they have a history uh because he got him off of a charge for some yeah. Like, you find out Favor, this guy is basically the detective's informant. And so he helps him, like, yeah. get, he helps him, like, not go to jail and, like, keep getting away with his crimes in exchange for, like, information. So, and, like, at this point we know the detective's, like, a douchebag. Like, he's very creepy to the Jigsaw fangirl. Like, he goes and asks her a little mm-hmm. bit about it, but he's, like, he's, like, oh, are you into, like, kinky stuff? You into, uh, like, S&M? Like, you like some freaky stuff, I bet, don't you, baby? And, like, he's being uh, really weird to her. But, like, to, uh, she just kind of rolls with it. She's like, yeah, I want me to whip you. And, like, she just kind of snarks right back at him. I'm like, good for you, girl. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, the way he talks to her is so weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> you into S&M, he baby? Sucks. Yeah, I'm really into chopping oh. dudes' heads off and snuggle-fucking them. <laughs> That's my little creep reference for the day. We also find out that um, Baby Blue Eyes does not like Detective Douchebag because one of the people he let off, um, one of his informants killed a little girl that ended up on his autopsy table, so he does not like him. Yeah. So now, like, they're given more and more reason to think, like, oh, it's this guy, and... They do find out um, where the game is happening because one of the corpses they found... So, like, after each person gets killed, their corpse gets, like, placed somewhere public for the police to find. And so 
um, on one of the corpses, there's, like, traces of animal, like, animal feces. So they're like, oh, it must have been in a barn. And then, like, there's traces of some disease that pigs can get. And so she's able to, like, find that this barn had an outbreak of that disease and had to be, like, shut down. Mm. Um, and it was, like, a pig farm. And so she's like, oh, I know where this is happening. So they head off to go find the barn. Are are all the Jigsaw apprentices just wearing diseased pig heads from this farm? Maybe. I mean, we do learn that the farm was owned by, um... Uh, Jigsaw's wife. So mm. it's like, it's more reason for them to be like, oh, this is probably where this is happening. So we cut back to our last two players and they're in a room chained to the wall, like across from each other. And you see a hooded figure takes off his hood and it's Jigsaw. Real quick. Ah, oh, damn it. I was gonna oh, ask sorry. Marty, like, who do you think it is, Marty? Oh, was it, like, actual, like, Jigsaw? Like, he's alive? It's Tobin Bell Jigsaw. Kramer? From Sunnyvale? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry I gave it away so fast. But, um, <laughs> it's Jigsaw. Bum, bum, bum. It's Michael Richards. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and the movie is really, they really try to sell you on this. of like, oh, he's not dead? What? And so I remember like watching the movie too. And like, I kind of knew that wasn't going to be the case, but I hoped it deep in my heart. I was like, please just resurrect him. Like it would be so fucking funny. And I kind of just wish these movies had the balls to do that and just be like, yeah, let's just bring him back to life and come up with some contrived reason why he's actually still alive. I think that would be hilarious. I would accept that because I love Tobin Bell. And I think these movies know that Tobin Bell is really one of the selling points with these movies Mm because they keep bringing him back. Yeah, he's just such a good actor. And I I do feel for him because I know it probably sucks getting typecast and, like, being known as, like, oh, you're the Jigsaw guy. But, like, he's also so good at it. He's Mm -hmm. such a good actor. And... I think definitely the series killed him off too soon and they keep trying to kind of fix it, but there's only so much you can do when the character's dead. So I wish they had just resurrected him, honestly. It makes no sense, but like, it doesn't need to. Nothing Um, in these films makes sense. Why should this? Like, don't introduce Supernatural to say witch magic and pig's blood. Well, and he's got so many goddamn apprentices, you could have one of them swap out his body. Easy peasy. Yeah. So, we do learn that, yes, this is a flashback. And actually, like, the trap, it took place ten years ago. And all the... the, It gets really complicated, but we, we need to, like, kind of explain who the killer actually is. Um, but basically, like, this trap actually happened ten years ago, and the detectives are, like, just now investigating it. Um, because the Wow, they're so competent and great at their jobs. (laughs) Um. About par the course, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, took them ten fucking years, wow. So, the autopsy technicians are wandering through all the different scenes of the traps, and, um, and... 
they're looking around and then detective. How are they finding still preserved bodies if it's been ten years? We'll get to that. Oh, they're like rotting. No, we'll get to that because it's very weird. (sighs) There's a reason. All right, and it's very strange. So the yeah, because there's still like bodies in the barn, and so let the bodies in. They're like (laughs) detective douchebag shows up and holds them both at gunpoint and um he's like it was you i know it was both of you and um they're like no it was you so i can't it's remember spider man meme no you <laughs> i can't remember how but the jigsaw fan escapes somehow i think the baby blue eyes attacks him and says go get help oh yeah that's right and so then um we Oh, it keeps cutting back and forth. So I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be recounting this perfectly. Oh, I was going to say, can I jump in? Yes. So yeah, we have the old timeline where um, Jigsaw is like, okay, we're going to do one last game. I'm going to put a gun right here in the middle of the room. The key to your salvation. And this whoever gun gets right the here. gun to come to them is the real killer. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Um, but there, he's like, uh, you ha- both haven't been very honest with me about why you're here, have you? Because this guy, you're not just a shitty guy, are you? You were in a drunk driving accident when you were a teenager and you were driving drunk and you blamed your best friend who died from this drunk driving accident, didn't you? And, you know, I agree. Drunk driving is bad. Don't do it. But in terms of the things other people he has stuck in traps have done, not as bad. No. Well, especially when it's like, and this guy's like very much middle aged, and Jigsaw's like, yeah, when you were in high school, this happened. Yeah, that happened I'm like, like that 40 years ago. <laughs> feel very fair, but okay. I mean, whatever. I get it. Um, yeah. And then and we get. Whatever. And then we get Anna's sin. Which is so much worse in my opinion. Yeah, but it's also extremely funny to me. So we find <laughs> out, because she recognizes him. She's like, John, what are you doing here? So she and her husband were neighbors with Jigsaw. And they were okay. neighbors. And it's so oh my funny because you just realize how much of a nosy bitch jigsaw is because like you get all these scenes of him like watching them out the window and like making a judgmental face (laughs) and so like like they started fighting and stuff and he'll he'll be like looking out the window and being like "Mm, marriage troubles and i hate this dude mind your damn business (laughs) i mean let's be real i would be doing the same thing i love drama yeah and i would absolutely but you don't do anything about it you're just listening to it he's like "Mm, i'm gonna intervene in your marriage also like in this flashback he's also sketching the tricycle for billy the (laughs) puppet which i think is just very fun detail so anyway he's just being a nosy bitch and eavesdropping, and... He had to have a tricycle what? custom made for Billy the Puppet? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean, he designed oh everything. <laughs> so, what happened was, she was up one night with the baby, and the baby wouldn't stop crying, and she kept screaming at it to shut up, and then she smothered the baby with a pillow. And all of this, like, Jigsaw just kind of intuits. Like, I guess, like, he can hear her probably like screaming at it but at the same time 
Because her I'm husband, like, who was sleeping next to her, didn't hear it. And then she put the baby under him so that everyone would think he did it. And yeah. I guess he got arrested for it. Yeah. Oh, she called the cops on him. Yeah, okay. so she, like, blamed her husband, even though, like, he it actually wasn't his fault. And so Jigsaw yeah. knows about it, and she just keeps And out of grief, it. the husband did, um did kill his his self sadly yeah um and she just keeps denying it she's like no i didn't do anything wrong and jigsaw is like you need to take responsibility for your actions and which i'm gonna i'm gonna call bystander bullshit from jigsaw you could have said something you could have been honest yeah Yeah, you could have been like hey cops i have a a witness testimony to give you about this but instead, you take it into your own hands because you're a douchebag who likes to get into petty trauma. <laughs> it's very God of, like, I help those who help themselves <laughs> kind of a jigsaw. It's just so funny. I love, I will never get over, like, jigsaw just being a nosy neighbor. I think that is so funny because you absolutely know he would be. He would be all up mm-hmm. in everyone's business, like, judging them. Like, mm, well, you left the garbage out on the wrong day or like something <laughs> Paul, you petty. forgot to mow the lawn to the allotted lawn measurements. The you're HOA going says the that you're blender. supposed to leave them out on Tuesday night and you left it out on Monday morning. <laughs> I see Ex- you planted begonias instead of the customary uh, baby's breath. You're we're late with the, the HOA dudes. <laughs> so... He leaves them together, and he leaves the gun out, and he keeps saying, like, you need to own up to your actions, and there's a way for you to both survive. Like, I've given you the keys to survive, and it's It's right time here. to turn your life around, or, like, something like that. He says something to that degree. Yeah. So she is like, well, screw this, I need to kill you, like, kill the other guy. And so she picks up the gun and aims it and, but, but guess what? It's empty. No. It backfires. It's designed to, like, backfire. So, because she Yeah, he said some sort of clever riddle about, like, you know, what you do will come back on you tenfold or some bullshit. Yeah. And so. He's quoting Wiccans now. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) by blaming others, you only hurt yourself or something. So. Yeah, she it had backfired and kills her, and then you find out that they're like the other guy is scrambling around, and he notices there's two broken keys on the ground. So the keys were in the bullet, hmm. and they could have been able to escape their chains, but See, instead, the key to your salvation, the key, yes. the key to your salvation is here. Yes, like He's Jigsaw literally tells them, <laughs> but um. Yeah, then the since the bullet like, you know, exploded, the keys are broken and so they both die. I hate this riddle master bullshit so much. <laughs> I this, Tobin Bell should be the Riddler. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I would dig that. Yeah, he would do good as the Riddler. We should put him in like the green spandex like the Jim Carrey one and have him <laughs> run around like hee hee hoo hoo hoo. See that would be my riddles like, embracing <laughs> That would be embracing his type as, like, the creepy riddle man, but also give him some flair that he's not normally afforded in these kind of films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
then we cut back to present day, and the detective douchebag and baby blue eyes are both, like, locked in these collar things, and, like, chained to a wall, and they also have to confess their sins. And it was the girl, wasn't it? Well, first we find out that Jigsaw has the use of motherfucking lasers, because yeah, what this collar like, is, is there's these giant lasers that shoot up into the ceiling and are slowly, like, going in to, like, yeah. get their faces if they don't confess. Yeah, And then like, Jigsaw and opens like, a big slice. pool in the middle of the room and there's sharks with lasers attached to their heads. <laughs> that would be cool as hell. Um, right? Dr. Evil shit. <laughs> so both these guys have to confess and, like, the... Um, Baby blue eyes. Yeah, he confesses that, and this is so fucking petty. <laughs> so stupid. He had worked at the hospital where Jigsaw was diagnosed with cancer, and he'd been like an uh, X-ray technician or something, and he accidentally he was an intern, I think. Yeah, and he yeah. accidentally mislabeled the scans, and like he put the wrong name on the wrong scans, and so it Jigsaw like didn't realize that he had cancer because of that, like right away. Um, cause he accidentally, like, put Jigsaw's name on, like, the normal scan. And so... It just said Jigsaw on or, it. I mean, you know what I mean. I know. So, <laughs> I know. Um, I just think it would be so really funny mixed... if everyone knows that he's Jigsaw and they're like, oh, Jigsaw, you have cancer. <laughs> he mixed up... It's like, who could this cannibal murderer be? <laughs> Man whose name rhymes with cannibal, who is it? <laughs> so Jigsaw, who's up... doing these Jigsaw killings? It must be so uncomfortable for you, given he shares your name. Oh, <laughs> you're right. It has been a burden for me. <laughs> So he mixes up the scans, and like that's it. That's that was his sin, and I'm like, dude, that's kind of nothing. Yeah, it's like I don't think this is Which, right. Oh, that's my mistake. Let me go fix that for you. Like, yeah, and then um, the lasers go to his neck, and blood gushes from his neck. Goodbye, yes. baby blue eyes. And then you get the next guy, and who admits that he like. What doesn't he confess to? He, like, he's a piece of shit. Like, he's just a shady-ass cop who, like, takes bribes and lets criminals go all the time. Yeah, he's he just confesses to all the things that cops do wrong, which is everything. So he's just a regular cop, is what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah, but he's, like, honest about, like, all the shit he does. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I let rapists go, I let murderers go, I let all these- I kill kill innocent people, guilty people, it doesn't matter, I'm just- I didn't solve that trap for ten years because I didn't- I just didn't want to. (laughs) I didn't feel like it. (laughs) Then we get the reveal. And it's, uh, Kramer again. (laughs) No. It's great no. again. That would have been the best fucking twist. <laughs> we got a double twist. Same twist but two times. It was so nice they used it twice. Is it the fangirl? No, surprisingly no. She's kind of the red herring. Like you okay. expect it to be her. It's not her. It's um Oh my god, fake. I just realized she literally has red hair. She's literally she a does. red herring. She is oh red herring. I want to throw up. Oh my god. <laughs> So they baby, pu- they pulled a, a pup named Scooby Doo on us. Baby Blue Eyes <laughs> stands up. He is not dead. He faked it, and he's like, "Ha! I've got you now." And you find out 
that it was him all along. And he and just wanted to get this guy, like, to confess to all the bullshit that he did? So, yes, basically... because... <laughs> first of all, this guy, Baby Blue Eyes, was in the original trap that Jigsaw did ten years ago. He was the guy who didn't wake up in time, and so, like, his back got all cut up by the saws, but he actually lived, because Jigsaw ran out of a back room and saved him. Because he was like, oh man, like, that's not fair <laughs> to you. My, my trap <laughs> is even funnier. The one time the he's not an asshole. Because... Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's even funnier because it's not just the fact that he didn't wake up so he didn't, like, have a chance to solve the trap. It's like Jigsaw literally realized, you know, him messing up the scans was an honest mistake, but he didn't realize that until literally he was, like, in the trap. Yeah, it's so funny. So Am I the- being too harsh? Maybe this time. So this guy became Jigsaw's apprentice, and you get some nice flashbacks with them building traps together, real bonding moments, and um, Jigsaw does have some sort of line, like, because this guy's like, we need to have justice and avenge the dead, and Jigsaw's like, the dead can speak for themselves, or or something along those lines. We speak for the dead, and he's also oh, like, don't right. make this personal, which is why we're only going to, uh, it's my personal business, not <laughs> yeah. yours. Let's be very clear. We are personal to me, not to you. It's not personal for you. It's personal <laughs> for me. That's what it's, we're going to do here. It's very funny. So, he, um, this is the part that gets weird to me. So, the original trap happened ten years ago, but this guy recreated the trap. And and then, like, found similar people who had committed similar crimes and put them in it. And then those were the bodies he left for the police and not the yes. bodies. And I'm like, why does this need to be a thing? Like, why? Like, that detail is just completely unnecessary and it just complicates things more. Because the, the trap that we're seeing is the flashback. Mm-hmm. But, like, he had just killed... I think like, it's to... A bunch of other people to like. I'm trying to process leave this, their bodies. and I don't think I'm doing a very good job of it because it does not make any sense to me. Well, here's the thing. So yeah, he's putting, he's killing people in similar ways to the trap that he and other he was in a long, long time ago. I think the reason he does this is so that the writers can continue to gaslight the audience into thinking that this is all one timeline rather than two timelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the twist of this movie does, like, depend on you for a second maybe believing that Jigsaw is alive. Um, which I never believed it when I was watching this movie, even though I wanted it to be true. But, so, like, we do find out that... Uh, it doesn't make sense with the rest of this person's character, I so the, feel. The well, here's the thing. From what you've told me. Go I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead, Hannah. Oh, I was going to say, the thing that he's also been going on and on and on about this whole movie is he doesn't like this guy. He knows he's a dirty cop. He's like, I don't like this guy. He's a dirty cop. And also, my wife is dead. I'm very sad about the fact that my wife is dead. Everybody, did you know? I'm sad. My wife is dead. Um, Turns out, his wife is dead because of this douchebag guy. So, that's his thing. That's why he's... And he even yeah, straight yeah, says, okay, like, so, you're not... Yeah, it's like the guy at the beginning, um, 
Well, that, that all I can understand. I just don't understand why he decided to recreate this trap and then stick a bunch of people in it. I don't Similar, know either. It's because a very from, unnecessary detail. From what it from what it seems like, like he's trying to get back at this one guy personally. I don't know what this is my problem with Saw as a whole because everything you tell me about it is just that like there are so many like people who are put in traps who are basically just used as pawns and like they're not really there for any other reason than just to be kill fodder. And it doesn't make any sense with how, like, Saw as a principle is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is even funnier, because I mean, they really try to double down in the end of, like, this is about justice. Yeah, this and then about. you, why did you recreate this fucking Saw trap if you're trying, like, and then, like, also fake a bunch of evidence if this is about truth and justice and putting away crooked cops? What the fuck is this? I don't know. (laughs) It's very, this is why I always say like Saw as a franchise is just very libertarian. It's a libertarian's dream of like, I can take things into my own hands and enact vengeance by myself. And like, that's all well and good. Um, So yeah, we find out the guy at the beginning, the criminal who had been running away from the police, he's the guy who murdered this guy's wife. And um, the crooked cop let him go because he's an informant. Mm-hmm. And so th- this guy's, like, out for revenge because it's, like, you know, the crooked cop, like, let his wife's murderer get away. So we get this uh, um, absolutely amazing kill where the laser cutters do just, like, slice this guy's head into, like, a bunch of different pieces, like an orange. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. And then and it, it all, unpeels. Like, yeah. Like, you look like, directly down out. into his, like, spine. And you can see, like, his brains like, and stuff. Blood. It's, like, Ever had a really Terry's cool. chocolate orange before? <laughs> it's really cool. It really I, is like that. I dig it. Um, my first thought was the, the Terry's chocolate orange Tumblr <laughs> post that was, like, it's like every word is like capitalized and misspelled, so it seems like somebody is having a stroke while they're trying to explain what a Terry's chocolate orange is. And that's kind of what I thought of is just like it's like th- it's like this. This is happening. He's been sliced open. Exactly. And I w- I wish I could remember um uh the guy's last line, because it was really good. Like, instead uh, of being, like, I speak for over, the dead. I like some pulp. Oh, sorry, what'd you say? I speak for the dead. That's right. Uh, that's what the line was? Yeah, yeah you know, f- Jigsaw's famous line, you know, when he ever slams <laughs> the door shut, you know, he always says, say it with me now, I you just got jigsawed. <laughs> you just <laughs> got jigsawed. <laughs> so that's, that's Jigsaw. Okay. You just got jigsawed. It's a it's a good <laughs> concept, but the execution, uh, both of the movie and of the characters in the movie, uh, just just not sit well with me from what you've told me. I, I um, mean, like the thing that just confused me a lot was the time jumping. Like I feel again, like the detail of this guy doing his own traps is just so unnecessary and, like, doesn't need to be there Mm because it just adds, like, more confusion. Yeah. Um, I did kind of dig the twist of, like, oh, the trap actually happened ten years ago. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Um, 
But again, I'm like, I would have been mad if they had just resurrected Jigsaw. I would, okay. same. I, I wanted I would that twist twice. Love twice for twisted. The, the bodies to just be like decayed corpses and they could just still find little bits of evidence on them. Yeah, or I mean, hell, like... They could have easily been like, oh, and then Jigsaw stuck the bodies in a freezer. I mean, like, you could have definitely found a way. But, I mean, whatever. That's fine. Like, I'm not gonna nitpick it too much. Um, It is a Saw movie, so, like, if you look too deep into it at all, it's not gonna make any sense. So, I I just have to let it slide, I guess. Let it slide but, like a bucket off your head. But I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so what do you make of all this, Marty? Like, aside from that. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I want to, like, form even more of an opinion on it, like, I would have to watch it. But, but I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Um, I will say it's time, fun. Maybe it's a fun ride. I will like w- sit down and watch all the sequels. But from what I um, have gathered from these movies and this one in particular, it's that uh, the people writing them uh, have really good ideas um, for like traps and like kind of like the principles of it. But then trying to put it all together. Um, Pardon the pun, but the pieces don't fit. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like a lot of that is just the nature of like this franchise being dragged out into mm-hmm. so many movies, and it clearly was only meant to be a trilogy. So I do yeah. like I. I'm Hell, trying I really don't. Hard I'm, to go. A, I'm gonna go one further. It feels like they weren't even they. One was like the one. And then yeah. they're like, uh, we can do two more. Yeah, let's get Amanda back in I mean, here. Yeah. this series is the epitome of, like, a studio being like, well, it made money, so let's make more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I Being don't... a dead pig, so to say. <laughs> yeah, like, and you know what? <laughs> I enjoy it. I like how silly they get, and I like that everything doesn't make sense. Like, I... And I, I hope that our audience knows this by now, but when I'm picking apart these movies, like, it is not out of malice, it is out of joy. Mm-hmm. And I have no ill feelings towards the writers. I think they're doing their best with what they've got, because, I mean, yeah, let's I'm be sure real. Yeah, like, just like, if we're gonna drop a, a movie in your lap and you have to do yeah, it it's like, in, if like, you're a certain amount of time. Saw 8, you know, and you already have all this crazy stuff that's happened, mm-hmm. and, like, four different apprentices already, it's like, what else do you do to keep this franchise interesting? So mm-hmm. I do kind of give credit to the writers of, like, hey, they did what they could to keep this alive and keep it interesting and like most of it worked um i had a good time i remember the bucket kills i i remember the plot of this one much more vividly than i remember the plot of some of the other saw movies but again i have been thoroughly entertained by all the installments of these franchises i have been thoroughly enraged by some of them but i would say i was not enraged with this one i didn't feel like i was cheated to or lied to. I felt like this one knew what it was about and knew the expectations. Like, we all know Jigsaw's omnipotent. We all know his philosophy is a little bit bullshit, but we're gonna lean into it, because why not? Um, yeah. And I had a good time. There was a big blender. It was great. Yeah. I, I feel bad, because I know, like, 
I think a lot of the appeal of these episodes is us getting mad about it, but at this point, I am just kind of, like, not mad about the Saw movies anymore. I'm like, eh, they're fun. I, I feel, like, I feel I like Especially was, the last I, one was so sexist that okay, this yeah. one was, like, a breath the of fresh air. Did legitimately make me mad. I will say that. Like, oh, I'll, we'll have fun talking about that one. No, it was Saw Seven. Oh. We did. No, uh, Spiral. <laughs> I thought you said it. the last one, meaning like the one, the one, the last one that came out. Yeah, no, that one. I'm no, the last one to we talk watched. about because it's okay. I right because like the way you just talked about ways they can keep it fresh and interesting. I actually mm-hmm. think the next installment did a really good job, kind of doing just that. Yeah. Ooh. So, like, I don't know, as I think definitely over the years, like, I've softened a lot on this series, which I know maybe isn't as fun to listen to, but, like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I still, I still enjoy getting kind of a laugh out of, like, the sillier elements, but. You know, me too. Like, I know I was really hard on the first movie, but when, after making stuff, you start to realize, like, how difficult it is to come up with really creative and cost-efficient um, concepts that give writers directors actors a chance to showcase what they can do and i think mm-hmm. that all of these movies at least do that to some degree like even in this movie like the thing with his legs stuck in the hole or the thing with just two people in a room with a shotgun um to the absurdity of like they're in a silo and we're just chucking shit at them like i gotta admire the creativity i gotta admire the filmmaking and i gotta i gotta just have fun with it you know and again there yeah. was nothing harmful there was nothing offensive in terms of like promoting harmful ideas about women or people of color or anything like that so you know it's just just, i had a good time i'm fine yeah it's just good gory fun i i I feel like i would want to watch these while drunk (laughs) it is like that is definitely a good way to watch them like you just get a bunch of friends and just have fun with it Mm because that's at the end of the day that's what these movies are and i know there's always going to be people out there who take them seriously and are like oh yes jigsaw's philosophy is so true man (laughs) but like i think that the majority of people who watch these movies just know you know what you're getting into Mm -hmm. and you know that it's just yeah i want to see some cool gore and and that's i want to see the puppet go (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um, I will say, like, as much as I have criticized the first Saw movie, and I still do have a lot of problems with that movie, um, I am forever grateful that it gave us James Wan and Lee wan and they have had oh my such God, that a team. huge mm-hmm. impact on modern horror that I think, you know, the like, I'm grateful that Saw gave us them, because they've, they've both just come up with so many amazing horror movies mm-hmm. and um it's true yeah i, I feel really glad an iconic uh, imagery and you know there's something that i gotta respect about its longevity yeah i mean i don't think anyone thought i definitely don't think like james Wan or lee Wanell ever thought that there would be 10 saw movies because <laughs> saw 10 is coming out like next year and guess what? I'm excited for it. It's I supposed can't to wait. come out on the same day as I'm gonna be there. Freddy's, and so they're already starting beef on Twitter, I saw. Double feature. I am mm-hmm. hyped. Exactly. I'm... Why Why stop at Barbenheimer? Make it, um... Why pit two five queens against each other? Saudis. Jigsaws. Exactly. That'd I'm hyped. be a fun game. Um, I will say, like, for future um, writers of the Saw movies... 
if any of y'all ever want to resurrect Jigsaw for good, like I, you have my full support. Mm-hmm. Go silly with it. Do I mean, it. I do think it seems like they're leaning more into like the spinoff direction and like kind of removing Jigsaw from the franchise, um, which I'm also okay with because I'm like, I'm sure Tobin Bell is probably like, you know, wants to do other acting jobs that aren't Saw, and I'm sure like. There's only so much you can come up with for a character who died in the third movie. Yeah. But, I don't know. If they ever do decide to resurrect him, I would I would also support that. I'm here for it. I want him... You know, if they keep just flashing further and further back to, like, Tobin Bell, like, now, Tobin Bell, no de-aging, just him, like, in a backwards baseball cap, playing a teenage version of kids? himself, learning about his, like, homicidal tendencies... I'm here for it. My ticket is already bought, and I will watch it. Yes. He's wearing a shirt that says music band on it. <laughs> so yeah, I think, like, I would love to do um, a, an official ranking of all the Saw movies. Once we once we talk about Spiral, I think we should definitely do, like, a ranking. Because honestly, I think this <laughs> one ranks pretty high. It's not my favorite one. I think three will always be my favorite. Because the traps are so good. The drama is so good. Um, I just love Amanda. Amanda is excellent. I do enjoy the drama. Like, and I just, that's, uh, I wanted to be Saw like, Six is actually petty. still one of my favorites, too. Because, like, that's one of the ones where I'm like, yeah, all these kills were justified. And yep. That's the one with the guy from Linkin Park, right? Chester. Uh, no, no, that the was. Supremacist. No, that was uh, Saw 7. So, okay. Dang, he's in the bad one. Well, I I will say that kill was at least pretty good. Yeah. That part of the movie I didn't have as much of a problem with. Because I was like, yeah, "Yeah, they should be in a sauce wrap. (laughs) Yeah. So, Hannah, do you have any last thoughts about Jigsaw? Um, I had a good time. Um, let's all chuck farm equipment at our <laughs> least favorite people. Yes, I I would gladly do that. Yeah. Um, I think we should stick Elon Musk in a grain silo and throw oh farm equipment at him. Exactly. Listen, if I could, I can't deny I wouldn't. I think we should lock Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk in a saw trap instead of having them do a cage match and just see what happens. Yeah. See, this is the people exactly. that Jigsaw should have been going after. I'm mm-hmm. like, go after like the absolute worst. He's just going after, like, drug dealers or, like, you sold my nephew a bad motorcycle. I'm like, <laughs> go big, you know? You're gonna die anyway of that... cancer, so, like, go big, man. That's why I want him to have people pay to get into his traps. Oh, like the That's menu. Like, I think that is a really fun concept. Um, that is kind of the menu, though, ain't it? Yeah, that's yeah. A little bit, yeah. Um, I eat have... the rich horror movies have just been kind of uh on the rise lately. They're satisfying. And I, feel like, I feel like there's a reason for off. that with the cultural zeitgeist. Agreed. I have a script Agreed. in the works for a Saw sequel, but I'm not gonna say yes. very much about it because I. I don't know. I don't want people to steal my idea because I have some sort of weird, like, very tiny hope inside my heart that maybe one day this could be reality. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think anyone's yeah. gonna hire me to write a Saw movie, but they should. If you do it yourself, Listen, then they don't have to hire you. They can just pay you for the script. I mean, if that one true. supernatural fanfic writer can be hired by Riverdale, you can surely be hired <laughs> by the Saw franchise people. Thank you. I'm manifesting this. Manifest that shit. Mm-hmm. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, this is gonna be another long episode, and I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna apologize. You get more of us, and that's awesome. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter still for now at Chainsaw Matinee, and we are also on TikTok at Chainsaw Matinee. Shouts out to Hannah. You've been putting out some real bangers on the TikTok lately. Yeah. And I'm super hyped about it. So if y'all haven't watched Thank the you. TikTok, like, go find it and watch some of those videos. Because Hannah put so much work into these. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're really cool. My favorite so I'm having far a lot of fun. has been the ABBA songs as horror movies. It's so good. <laughs> Take a Chance on Me being creep made my heart feel super happy. Thank you, guys. I, I'm really having fun with it. Um, and feel free to jump in, too, and make your own stuff, because y'all, y'all have the best opinions, and, like, I just love talking about horror movies with y'all, and your love inspires my love. I'm very bad at making TikToks. I kind of just go on there and mess around with the filters and then leave. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> a TikTok. That's literally TikTok. So you described it. <laughs> I don't even know how it works. But if I have any ideas, I might pass them along. Or hey, if y'all in the audience have any ideas, uh, let us know. Tell me what or you if, want and I will give it to you. Yeah, if you want to see us. That like, sounded sexual. Some... Not that. <laughs> uh, maybe if you want to see us do some like rankings or something. Oh, hello, truck. Um, if you want to <laughs> see us do some rankings or something. Uh, I don't know. Like... Yeah, I might rank some songs. I want Jigsaw to kill that guy. (laughs) There's someone who lives in our apartment complex and they have, like, the loudest engine in a car I've ever heard. And we actually saw the car. It's like this tiny little sports car and it, like, it was going, like, under 10 miles an hour trying to get over the speed bumps as you're coming into the apartment and it was, like, Making the noise. I'm like, are you serious? So obnoxious. Damn. So, that aside, go find us on all the socials. And um, if you feel so inclined, we do also have a Patreon. And you can support us there. And uh, just keep keep on going. Keep moving forward. uh, Keep on living. Don't do anything to upset Jigsaw. Yeah, uh, we don't want that. Don't smother a baby. Yeah. Don't um, mow your lawns. Don't, don't be <laughs> take a out cop. your trash. Yeah. <laughs> or Jigsaw will. It's like the Santa Claus threat of like, or Santa won't bring presents. Don't be <laughs> naughty, or Jigsaw will put you in a big blender. It's like a German fairy tale. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like Krampus. <laughs> yes. So Krampus is ye old jigsaw. <laughs> with that with that thought, everyone be safe out there and as always, may your nightmares be plentiful. Get jigsawed. <laughs> <laughs>